Welcome to a Drop Tent Media Production. The Porcupine with Adam Nutter. What's up, brother and sister bears? This is another episode of The Porcupine. How are ye? Use. I don't know <laughs> what's going on. Uh, thanks for tuning in as always. Uh, again, follow me at Adam Nutter on all the stuff. I'm sorry. I'm running mad far behind. I just recorded Cult of Us and I'm literally just jumped out of that to do this live. We're just, everything's live. It's too much stuff. I'm way far behind. All right. Cult of uh, Porcupine. Hey, go follow me at Adam Nutter on all the stuff. Uh, go buy a shirt, you fucking pieces of shit. Go buy a very own Porcupine shirt. You got the white series. We got the black series. We got... You're disobey your local nutter with artwork from Top Lobster himself, the man, the myth, the legend. Go get it. Uh, super comfortable shirts, $25 each. Uh, go get them. Uh, is it for that? Uh, comedy stuff. Thanks for everybody who came out to the stand last night. That was a fun show. So that was cool. Uh, New York's always a good time. Doing comedy there. Uh, what else do I got coming up? I don't know. A lot of stuff. I'm fucking April 16th. Popping. Next popping show. We got Natalie Cuomo headlining uh, with Ray Goots. Coming out to that right outside of Philly. Uh, two shows, seven to nine thirty. Drafttent.com slash events for tickets for that. They're already selling out. I mean, they're already selling. So get your tickets now if you guys want to come to that show. Anything else? I have more stuff. Uh, I'll be going on the road this summer on the south a lot. Uh, Florida, Texas, Georgia, Kentucky, Tennessee, like a lot of those places. So look look out for me. I'll be releasing those soon when more info comes in. Go listen to Cult of Us. I guess also. I think it's for my plugs. All right. Guys, <laughs> my uh, my guest tonight, uh, you guys know him, you guys love him, Mr. Greg Deal, Miss Anthony Portillo from the Broken Windows podcast and uh, from the LPPA XCOM. What's up, guys? What, <laughs> what's what's up, bro? What's going that on? was the worst intro I've ever Dude, seen. Dude, I'm do. so fucking, I know, I'm so flustered. I'm so like, Very my mind's running a thousand. I'm sorry, I'm running a thousand things in my mind at once. So Sorry, I'm on, I'm on also, board. We're also, good. just to just to flex a little bit, I think I'm getting a gold jacket, top lobster shirt. So we're in conversations now. <laughs> I want a fucking gold jacket shirt. The jacket's sick. Yeah, I'm getting the shirt made. I'm gonna wear it when I campaign. Hundred <laughs> percent should. Uh, Yo, 100% should. Can we talk yeah. about Greg's murder dungeon? Yeah, you look like you are the BTK killer for sure. I was, yeah. I mean, that needs to be addressed. <laughs> like, yeah, you know what? His partner has bodies. Hidden. Yeah, so I was thinking about this. We uh, we had a pretty big fire at work, and uh, we lost power to all of our units uh, down here. I work in a steel mill on the western side of the state, and uh, um, I lost my network extender in my my office too. So. I didn't have any service, so I had to find a place for service. But this is the only place that had service, but it doesn't have any light. So I'm literally using a flashlight to get any type of lighting that I have in here. It's pretty, pretty insane. Well, thanks for taking your time out of moonlighting in Buffalo Bill's torture dungeon to do this podcast with us. It's super cool. Thanks. <laughs> it puts the lotion on its skin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The podcast again. <laughs> Randomly, you see Greg look down a hole and be like, shut up. So anyway, <laughs> Liberty, right? Uh, <laughs> Hold on. can we also address that we had like 30 seconds before we started and when he told us that story before we started live he said the word shanty and i have no idea what the fuck that means <laughs> what is your uh, shanty a shanty yes. a shanty is like a poor man's shed like it's like a poor man's house like a shanty house yeah that's pretty much exactly what it is it's yeah. basically just some 
thin walls with uh, a lot of computer stuff in it and that we call them shanties or or pulpits whatever whatever we get but basically it's a a small office in the middle of a steel building get educated pro god Sorry. i even know that my That's... office is my house in fairness so <laughs> oh yeah because i have a shanty outside my house that i just go to <laughs> you fucking idiot. i, I want to i'm gonna build a shed in my backyard in the spring That's a shanty. But... That's a shanty. I don't if that think was I outside of your backyard. That's, that's, some, that's a shanty. That's some white people shit. That's <laughs> like coming from me. <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, liberty. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> liberty. So what's going on with you guys? How's your new podcast coming along? The Broken Windows podcast. By the oh, way, dude. Constantine already bailed. <laughs> Yo, so so we were supposed to record yesterday, and I was going to call our episode Fallen Comrades and have a moment of silence <laughs> for track seats. So uh, shout out to Constantine, but we might still do that. All right. So, uh, what was the concept of this? I, it's when you guys told me like, "Hey, we started a podcast." I was like, "Oh, it's random as fuck." The three of you guys is a random trio of people to start a podcast together because we have, <laughs> dude. So we have like great conversations between the three of us all the time, and it fucking sucks typing for like three hours with your buddies. You know what I mean? And, like, I'm obviously, like, a wild man who will just say whatever and tell you what I think. And Greg's kind of, like, a little more on the quiet side. And Constantine was, like, the brain. And uh, and the brains have left. So now it's the wild man and what, <laughs> what we originally called the banana man. And if you look up, like, that's morning, right. yeah, the morning zoo yeah. radio type shit, that's, like, the, yeah. the straight guy. Now you have you and Jeffrey Dahmer, too. That's cool. That's so, right. That's... Yeah. And until he, uh, until they get find the bodies. Uh, what's your, what's so what's the podcast about? Just same shit, liberty stuff, talking or like anything. You guys now on specific topics. What are you guys doing? We're trying to be like a little more PA centric, just because that's how most people know us. But yeah. also, I think like we both have opinions about things, and there's a lot of shit that happens in like the culture and in politics that it's a lot easier to have a conversation about than to tweet about. And especially being in leadership, it's like, hey, it's it's better for us to like talk some shit out and have conversations and shoot the shit and say the things people don't want to say. So that's cool. Uh, yeah. So we, I had Kyle and Jacob on last week to talk about post LPPA stuff. We don't have to do that. We don't have to do that again this week. But just because I am curious, because you guys are actually positions in the actual XCOM of PA, so it's 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 it's, it's a little different from coming from you guys. So what do you guys think post? convention well uh there's a lot of work to be done um there's a lot of stuff that wasn't uh that wasn't done prior to this and we've been missing quite a bit of information um i was telling those guys yesterday and the, the day before that i'm working between four and six hours a night just on trying to get everything caught up so trying to get our committees organized trying to get the minutes done trying to get all this stuff you know taken care of and and in line for us going forward it's just been an uphill battle. Um, you know, luckily we, we've got some really good people on the inside that are helping us out, you know, making moves, but yeah, it's been, uh, it's been a really hectic past what, 12 days now. So. Yeah. What do you think? Ant? Oh, I like sleep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Haven't gotten a lot of it lately because honestly we've been really working hard to kind of like pick up the pieces of what was left to us at the same time building a strategy for like what to do with what we have while still figuring out what we have. It's a little bit uh, chaotic at times, but also in the meantime, we have a lot of shit going on. So we're running like right now we have 
potentially like 30 plus candidates for state rep across PA statewide. So uh, that's, that's yeah. pretty awesome. That and is because awesome. of redistricting, we only need 3000 signatures for a state rep. So that's going to help all our count candidates at the top of the ballot, like Tim McMaster, Matt Hackenberg, Eric Gerhardt. So plus those are winnable races can, after COVID, you know what I mean? Like, I'm on, the ballot myself. Yeah, <laughs> I'm on the ballot myself. I was, I was going to convince Greg to run if someone out his way didn't do it first, but <laughs> well, I, but yeah, also- I'm the chair of my County. And I basically said, I will not do it unless nobody else does um, in the County. And we've got one other guy doing it. And I'm trying to talk, uh, I know Rasso into it, but I don't think he's going to do it. So I'm thinking maybe somebody else might be doing it. So if I have two people in my County, I'm not going to jump on, but uh, if I have to, I absolutely will. That's a lot of work, man, to like yeah. run for office like that. Like it's a lot of work. I mean, the signature thing about, alone is a lot. But think about this. If the first year that, you know, the the fucking GOP plants, the Fourth Reich, whatever fucking all accurate. Pope, 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 <laughs> like all whatever name you want to call us, if for the first year we're in power, we get ballot access yeah. at the top of the ballot and better still potentially get someone in the PA house who's got who has any validity in any shit they talk about us at that point yeah no you're not you're not wrong for sure it, it's it's i'm saying it's, it's a lot of work to put yourself through so it's like you know it's like it's also to probably not win <laughs> it's, it's i mean the messaging is the important part i guess but like you know like but also putting your life you, putting your life on hold but if you think about it this way like what better opportunity do we have, right? Like how often are you going to get to shape the direction of a state political party? So that's really the opportunity that's in front of us. And it's up to us to make this a party that people take seriously, specifically the Liberty Liberty movement people and, you know, the disaffected R's and D's who are like, Hey, you don't like mask mandates or vax mandates. Cool. I'm on your team. I don't care what letters next to your name. You got to take advantage of that. Right. If you, if you have the right messaging, you can go a long way. Um, and there's some really good messaging points, um, anti-vax, um, y- you know, the, the COVID mandate stuff. There's a lot of really great things that, that we are on the right side of that um, we can really make headway. What I'm most optimistic about as far as being on the XCOM is we have a great uh, team together that can actually put building blocks in place to push this, the, the, the party forward and, and the libertarian movement forward. And uh, that that's really important because before that, we just had a couple individuals doing a lot of work, but now we have an entire team that's dedicated to, to this movement and, and pushing it forward. So I think we have some really, really strong building blocks going forward. Yeah, no, for sure. Uh, I also just got like a bunch of DMs be like, oh, you're doing the same as Dave Smith thing. I'm sorry, this was planned before his thing, all right? <laughs> like, what do you want me to fucking do? I'm like, Jesus Christ uh fucking mark said am i drunk or is anthony all blurry now he's all blurry for sure <laughs> yeah blurry definitely all blurry. uh how how fucked is like greg especially like you the secretary like how much i know the bonnie was good though but like how, I, i'm sure you see more behind the scenes stuff how hard is it to get all this shit from the old regime Okay, so I'll put it this way. Bonnie has done a great job yeah. of getting me any information that that I've needed, and she's helped me through quite a bit of stuff. Um, and actually, uh, Fesco, our, the, the, the chair of the IS committee, has done a really good job with uh, working with me to get a couple things and 
pushing me and putting me in the right direction a lot of uh, more than once uh, already. But uh, it's been difficult trying to get all the information. I, I had to actually put the the new bylaw in that we got in, just our one bylaw that we got past this past convention. And I actually had to end up retyping the entire bylaws because I didn't have the file to to do it. So I had to literally go through and retype all the bylaws. Oh, all, everything from scratch. Everything from scratch. Dude, you're a better man than me. I would be like, no, nah, I'm just going to quit. <laughs> I'm just going to quit. Like, there's no way I'm doing that. I'm quitting. I'm quitting. And this is why I can't be run for anything past what I do. Because, <laughs> like, I know I don't have that patience in me, especially because you know they're fucking with us. Isn't that, it wasn't just like a clerical, like, oh, sorry, that was a true accident. Like, no, nah, we're going to make this miserable for you. It's like, it's like, it's like that, knowing that too on top of it. It's like, nah, <laughs> I'm not going to be that guy. So I'm glad we have guys like you and, and women like Laura and like Hackenberg and all that stuff. They're like, nah, I'm going to sit through way through this shit and fucking do that. But good for you guys. Uh, but again, we don't have to rehash all the LPPA stuff. And, and, and any last thoughts or words you guys want to talk about LPPA? And then we can move on and just talk about other stuff that's going on in the news. I really think people are going to be surprised with what this team is putting together. <laughs> I mean that sincerely. Like we have a lot of impressive people working on the the strategy for the direction of the party, and they're they're so impressive they make you want to be a better person, even if you think you're an impressive person yourself. <laughs> you're like, no, that guy's so much better than me. And and it's awesome because everybody is willing to put in the time and and grind for it, and when when everybody sees the work that we're doing, it's going to be, uh, it's going to be fun to watch the reactions. Uh, well, here's something we can talk about. That's not so much LPPA convention related, but LPPA related, which I'm fine talking about is the Soloski running independent against us. And then all the people who decided that they're going to help him run against active libertarians, which I think is very hilariously. Uh, what's the word? Oh yeah. Hypocritical. You know, <laughs> Dude, the the best is the people who don't know the difference between nobody and none of the above. Doesn't make sense to me. It's 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 just I I'm we're all libertarians, so we all have that I think pet peeve of like rules for thee and not for me. Like we all hate that. Like you know any type of thing like that. I, I pretty much libertarians be like, not nah, a pet peeve of mine. Like I hate that shit. You know, but that's what this is. Hap- that's what this is though, right? It's like a lot of that. Like before we took over the XCOM. It was like, you guys don't run libertarian candidates. You guys don't get libertarians less than on ballots. You guys don't care about libertarian candidates. Da, 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 da. Cool. We win. And now you are actively running an independent who was a libertarian, who we didn't want against two libertarian candidates who we put up. Well, one, I guess technically just Matt, but you know what I'm saying? Put up against Matt now, Hackenberg after just bitching to us for a year and a half about how we don't give a shit about libertarian candidates. I mean, right. It makes me want to fucking punch all the fucking holes in the wall, dude. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. It's a little hypocritical. Um, you know, and, and I don't have the animosity towards Soloski like a lot of other people do. Um, I wasn't there for a lot of it. I, I don't agree with some of the stuff that he did, but where that, that line kind of crossed for me is whenever he decided to run as an independent, I, you know, I, if you're you're delivering you want to deliver a a same type of message now you're going to actively work against the party that you were trying to get ballot access for for five six seven eight years it doesn't make any sense whatsoever you know you should be putting all your efforts into you know whoever the the party decided at that point yeah i don't 
I mean, even before he officially ran as independent, I was off. Once he called us all cancers and stuff, I was like, hey, man, like you're a man. And like men's words have consequences. That's just how it works. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mm-hmm. fuck. Like, that's the other thing about like, especially, especially libertarians that really upsets me as a dude. Where it's like they'll be like, uh, "Well, you're breaking the nap." It's like, "Hey, fuck all that shit. We're men first. We're men first, and then I'm a libertarian." Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so like when he, when 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 dudes run their fucking mouth in this party and they'll hide behind words like, "Oh, it's just words," or "I didn't really mean it," or "I didn't say it like that." It's like, no, no, dude, you're a fucking man, and with that carries a heavy weight of consequence. You want to say that a large portion of the fucking people that work hard for this party every month in the, in the state are cancers because you don't agree with us and a little bit of what we do things. Hey, man, you could actively get fucked, like for real. Like, I, do, I truly, you're a piece of shit. Like, I don't give a fuck about you. Like, that was the like, all the other stuff is whatever. He's being a fucking cunt. Once he said that, you're calling me a can't dude, a cancer. I'm a cancer to the party. Well, I have multiple DMs from people from a, multiple platforms being like, hey man, listen to your podcast. Or I've seen you do stand up. I'm like, I followed you. And like, I, I'm like, I'm helping out the party now, which I, again, I am that I'm a small fucking fish in the pond of that. I'm, there are other people in our own party who do that better than I do. My point is though, like I'm, I'm helping grow the fucking state party, and you're gonna call me a fucking cancer because you don't like that I might disagree with you one way or, or so about the other thing about how we run things here. You, fuck you, dude. Like get the fuck. No, so that is a line that crossed. Like so, yeah, the libertarian line or the fucking independent line. That was just a second line that was crossed. That was like a cartoon where you're like cross this line and you're fucking dead, and he crosses it, and that was the line of you know we're all cancers. And I'm like, all right, we'll cross this line. You're dead. This is the independent line, and he crossed. It's like, it's like, it's like this man, you're already fucking dead from the first line, dude. Fuck him. You know what I'm saying? All right, my rant's over. Sorry, bro. I saw <laughs> I, I saw the vote counts. My cancer won four to one. <laughs> so, right. Yeah. I mean, cancer is pretty rampant in the Libertarian Party, I guess, <laughs> at least in Pennsylvania. But also, it's like, come on, man, don't you can't alienate your voting interest. If yeah, you want I mean, people to support you. And we're still yeah. like, there's other shit going on that no one wants to talk about publicly because people are still trying to play nice for reasons I won't say. But like, how about changing all your social media and website to say independent candidate and then saying you're not sure if you're running still? Yeah, that's ju- that's more egregious because at least we know what Joe Solosky's about. Right, uh, and Audrey bring it up a good point about uh, Sarwalk's comment about the Jew when he you know he quote tweeted Dave Smith about him saying oh, yeah, his circumcision, and he yeah. said Jewish in quotes like yeah, dude, that's what I'm saying. It's like <laughs> they project so much onto us what they truly are in their hearts, and it's so obvious as you as they spiral more and more out of control, it just comes more and more to the top. Like we always saw, but now you're just seeing more and more of it publicly, way more of it than you ever did even last year. You know, I mean, I, I was just one of them that happened today or last, whatever the fuck that happened. That tweet happened today, yesterday, whatever the fuck. You know, it's it's wild. The best comment I saw about him was maybe he gets sexual gratification from getting owned online because everything <laughs> he writes is douchey. <laughs> well, that's, but you know, I, I was I was making this joke at the convention, but I was like. Do you ever get tired of just getting publicly dog walked? Like as an adult man, like do you ever just get tired of getting just fucking shit on by so many people? Like as a, as a human being, was you to get when you like I got tapped out of my sanity? Like I mean, when? <laughs> like I don't know, dude. It just I think every state should be a mutual combat state. 
a lot less people would talk shit if you can be like, hey, motherfucker, let's go outside. Yeah, I fucking agree. And not get in trouble for it. I agree. <laughs> the thing so, I like is that Sarwak's not the only one. Uh, there are plenty of people who are like that, that, that constantly are just okay with getting beat down on, on a regular basis. I don't understand it. Like, I, you know, I, I know that I'm not the most intelligent person, but I'm going to do my best to uh, not have myself scrutinized at, at every corner just because something I say. Uh, it doesn't make sense. No, yeah, I, I agree. Won't, I won't try to correct my smartphone when it corrects my bad spelling either. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you should. <laughs> no, that you should do. You should definitely spell correctly and not look retarded. Well, that's what I mean. <laughs> it looks. Some people seem to put an effort into not fucking listening to autocorrect. It's very strange. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I mean we have people in this own state who 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 get publicly dog walked on Twitter all the time, who rename nameless, but we all know who they are. <laughs> you know, it's like it's like, dude, do you think it's hard is getting ratioed? Like, is that the second? Like, I could. Here's the thing: it's like you could be delusional all you want outside of online, right? But once you're online and you have physical numbers in your face showing you, like, oh, here's how many people agree with me, and here's how many people shitting on me, and the list is like this, right? So it's like you have to see it; it you can't hide it, unless you're so delusional that you believe you're right in your convictions and you're the victim and everybody else is wrong. Sure. And you're the hero in your own mind fighting demons on Twitter all day, spelling words incorrectly. And, yeah. <laughs> it's tiring, dude. Like, like I, I watch, I look at the cathedral post, the post in like the libertarian, uh, like discussion group and PA and all that shit. Look at their engagement. Six people. It's, it's yeah. maybe dude, maybe <laughs> six people. That's a lot. Six. And it's all, it's, by the way, it's the same. If it is six, it's the same six people. Yep. It's the same. It's no one. So it's like, that's a true echo chamber. I mean, that's a true echo chamber, dude, because I mean, it's, I'd say circle jerk, but echo yeah, chamber circle works. jerk echo chamber, <laughs> a gross, sticky echo chamber. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking about this the other day with the cathedral caucus. They, they were designed to be the anti takeover caucus, right? Um, failed <laughs> what 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 now that the, the party is taken over that that, that right. caucus doesn't stand for anything at this point other right. than just to shit on everybody and have their three or four followers because they attention. think they think they're still like de defeating like they still they think like going to the state against us is like still defeating us like that's why they're like the QAnon of the lppa at this point <laughs> <laughs> they're like they they, they they forged ballots. They stole. If, if I named episodes, that would have been the name of this episode. Q and uh, LPPA or the Cathedral QAnon of the LPPA. <laughs> that would have been the name of this episode. Yeah, it's, yeah. Bill Cox is funny. Their engagement is the same as the amount of support they had at the convention. <laughs> and and I, I want to shout out Joel Getz because he also made a good point. He was like, "Hey, if your friends lost and you abandoned them, you're a pussy. You piece of shit." So. <laughs> anything you say shit, online yeah. means nothing nothing yeah no i agree it's it's psychotic it's fucking psychotic dude it's a lot of delusion again like even reading those posts i just laugh like you the comic in me wants to like my thumbs are like shit on them <laughs> right like because it's so easy like i, I could just say ratio and i'll ratio them like in a tweet <laughs> i could just quote tweet a cathedral tweet or a libertarian defense fund tweet and just say ratio and I guarantee I'll have a hundred likes and fucking twenty five retweets ratioing them, right? Cool. But do like I thing. don't do followers. it because I don't do it because <laughs> it just it gives them a voice, and you're giving them a reason to keep going. 
So like I have to push down the comic in me and think of like the libertarian P- Mises caucus guy in me. Be like, well, what helps us out more? Me shitting on them, which is funny. Sure. <laughs> you know, but like it doesn't really help. I just keep they're there. So I just let it go. But like in my head, I'm like, oh, I have that to say. It'd be so funny. <laughs> I can like say that. Oh, it'd be so funny. But I just let it go. I generally text those things to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're both saying to each other on the phone. <laughs> like I had this joke earlier. I, I have to say to somebody. <laughs> like, what do you think of it? <laughs> Yo, so can we talk about some positive shit real quick? How yeah, about a lot? How about in July in Madison, PA? We're having a fucking festival, bro. Oh yeah, I got condoms to go into this. <laughs> yes, you did. But you're also getting paid for coming. Yeah, I know, but don't act like you're like some fucking martyr. I know, but I want so much more money for five hour drive. I'm such a, I guess how much I hate driving. I'm like, can you give me five million dollars? <laughs> could you in guys fairness, squeeze in a five million dollar? <laughs> in fairness, I got more money than you asked me for. So oh, welcome. thanks. That is fair. <laughs> I retract what I said. I'm very happy for this thing in July. Now, now you're the piece of shit. <laughs> I'm very, guys, I'm very excited for this thing in July. In fact, I was never not excited. That was a joke. I'm funny. Ha ha, I do bits here. Super excited. <laughs> well, Portillo, give, give, us, give us some details about that. What's going on? All right. So it's essentially uh, we're in Madison, PA. The property we're going to be at is called The Barn at Madison, PA. Uh, we're going to have a Whiskey Rebellion event from July 7th through 10th. It's going to be an annual thing. We're LPPs kind of putting it together, but it's not an LPPA event. It's uh, whoever wants to be involved. What is it July 9th, event, right? July 7th through 10th, but you're going to be there to the 9th. That's all that matters to me. Yeah, so we have uh, a couple metal bands coming. We have a bluegrass band people are talking to and a couple other bands. We have uh, Nutter doing comedy. Robbie Bernstein's coming out. He's going to do a live podcast plus a full comedy set. We're trying to get someone out there with machine guns. And uh, yeah, dude, it's just going to be a good time, a good weekend. Everybody just hanging out, kicking loose on private property. You can bring the older kids and, you know, <laughs> let them hang out with the old folks and come to drink whiskey. It's a good time. That's awesome. So I, I, was, I, was, I was putting it in my calendar officially, so I don't forget it. <laughs> but we Dude, I would be so pissed at you if I called you Friday and was like, when are you leaving? And you're like, for what? I'd be like, dude, I'm already there. <laughs> like, <laughs> you don't see me? I'm in the blue shirt. I just keep saying I'm in the blue shirt. <laughs> like, uh, I'll confuse you with Mark Bazzacco. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'd be so funny if Mark gets forced to do like 40 minutes of comedy. He's like, I'm not... <laughs> I'm not at another. Like, I was like, yeah, now how do you like it, motherfucker? <laughs> Flip the shit on him. <laughs> you dickhead. Uh, yeah, that's going to be cool. That's going to be a good time. I'm going to enjoy that. Uh, is Kyle coming out to do his band? Is his band coming out? Yeah. They're one cool. Of them. I actually want to see Kyle's band. I- I'm going to give him the same compliment he gave me. I'm going to go, Dude, I got to be honest with you. I thought you were going to be good, but you were really way better than I thought you'd be. <laughs> that's what I'm going to say to him. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's funny when he asked me and Mark what we were doing the 30th. I was like, yo, are we going to Pittsburgh? <laughs> right? Like, I was thinking I'm taking a Friday off and we're taking a road trip to party with oh, him and like see his no. band or some shit. And he's like, no, you guys just want to do my podcast. I'm like, oh, cool. I mean, not that that's not I, fun. I do, I do want to I, I do, do a show in Pittsburgh this summer. I think that'd be fun. I mean, you're doing a show in Pittsburgh. We've no, just but, like, talked about P- Pittsburgh proper, like down, like actual the Fair city enough. of. Uh, 
that'd be cool. But yeah, I also think that'll be something that like I I, th- I already see a lot more ha- like happening now is like a lot more social gatherings in the LPPA, like people doing shit as opposed to the old guard where it's like no one does anything together. Oh, uh, because we like each other. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Allison, for that history part. Madison PA was named for James Madison. I was surprised she only gave us a sentence. I'm I saw that comment and I was like, wow, Allison must be tired tonight." <laughs> I'm. Su- oh, she's still. Pro- she's probably writing her dissertation about Madison PA. So give her five minutes. <laughs> Fuck, dude. <laughs> she thoroughly knows her shit. <laughs> um. You should right, do we, a Patreon yeah. with Allison and watch like National Treasure or some like movie about history watch and watch her pick her butt. Just destroy it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would be awesome. Yeah. Uh, I did want to talk about this topic, but I was gonna. I think we're doing. I was like, I was gonna do a solo stream. I was like, nah, fuck it. I'll just talk about it with you guys maybe tonight. The whole Leah Thomas thing or whatever the fuck the swimmer. Oh man! And like the whole outrage and stuff like that. And like, I mean, again, I'll, see- I'll, yeah, I got. Did you see the videos from like inside the arena? No. I almost felt bad for them. That's Cause... I'm gonna say that to be safe. <laughs> but <laughs> I did because they won the race and got booed by like a majority of the yeah. Team. I mean, and, and the that second should place happen, finisher yeah. got like a standing ovation, Good. and then Ron DeSantis put out like a whole proclamation from the state of Florida today, which I'm like, hey, that's true. Yeah, like, I, I I almost want to enter a women's competition. Just th- to there's it. this bull, there's this bullshit like uh, lie going around where they're like, uh, oh, all these all the medicine and stuff doesn't lower bone density and muscle mass, and that's not true. Uh, it stays pretty much the same. Your bone density and muscle mass throughout all of it, like it will weaken over time, but like time time, and uh, that's like the case of Fallon Fox and from MMA a few years ago. I don't know if you guys remember who that was, but she transitioned from a man to she was a ma- male MMA fighter, was not good, had a very shitty record. Transitioned to a female, started lighting chicks up, not because he was better, be- uh, better or he got better. He was just stronger than them, and would hit them, and they'd be like, "I just got hit by a dude." I'm essentially got hit by a dude, like you know, with the dude muscle and strength. And then, um, uh, Ashley Evan Smith. She's like, I'll fight her. I want, I want to fight her because she's a legit, a good fighter. And she fucked her up. <laughs> and I was like, Yeah, because yeah, you're a shitty fighter. You're just beating up women. Is what you were doing. You're taking yeah, she yeah. Ended a chick's career, by yeah, yeah. the way. It's like, yeah, yeah. That, yeah, that was it. Which is my like again, swimming isn't a contact competition or anything like that. So like, uh, no, at least these other women aren't getting hurt physically. But like MMA is one again. I know football is no, but like basketball would be one that would dominate. Imagine LeBron just transitioning. Like I'm gonna go play one WNBA now. He would have 400 points a game. <laughs> like he would he would have quadruple quadruple somehow every night. Like he would break. I mean, there's no way he would. It's all bullshit. And then there's this other thing of like, I, I saw this defense from the left a lot where it's like, oh, it's so just because you transition from man to woman. That means you could beat a woman. He's like, I'm not in shape or talented now. It's like, yeah, you would still lose. We're not talking about you, you fucking idiot. We're talking about somebody who trained as a man in a sport their whole fucking life and then transitioned. They have a giant skill set, not just some fat loser getting off the couch like you think you are. Like it's a, it's a, they put the, like they, that's the also the wildness of the left. Like they're comparing themselves to other athletes still. 
And I'm like, you're not an athlete. <laughs> yeah, you can't do that. You're right. You can't get in a cage and fight a female because you'll get your ass kicked. But if you train for seven years, then transitioned, you would fuck up most chicks. <laughs> like, just it's just how it goes. So, like, that's shit. And, yeah, I, I get, especially as a guy who just played football and did MMA myself, and, like, I know the damage that can be done from other men. Like, it just makes me sick to my fucking stomach to see that shit go on. Also, as a guy who has a daughter, I'm like, yo, if my daughter, like, dedicated a portion right. of her life to become the best at a thing and someone else and she physically and, no and, matter and, what cannot yeah. be better because right. the other There's person's no physical way. structure is set up for it i mean in fairness though can we all agree that dicks are superior here you go i mean, I mean uh, we, we, we got audrey anything. we got we got audrey <laughs> saying it right there on transitioning, still blow every woman away on the Peloton leaderboards. Anyone saying this area's advantage is flat out, relying flat out. Exactly. And that's the other thing. They, uh, they always try to turn up. You're transphobic. You're this. I go, I'm trying to not have people beat the shit out of women is all I'm trying to do. Like, go compete in men's sports. Why? No one's stopping you. Like, I wouldn't care. There's no advantage there. So go for it. Just like, by the way, oh, actually, I'll flip it on its head right now. If this is true, if there is no difference and, and, and the man, a man transitioning to a woman has no uh, competitive advantage in swimming or anything like that, then where are all the women transitioning to men blowing the men out of the water? <laughs> where is it? Show me one. Go. Maybe sewing. That was a competition. <laughs> you can't show me one woman transitioning to a man who's like, I'm actually D1 LSU quarterback now. Show me. Please show me. And I don't mean fucking swimming. I'm talking, show me a fucking sport. <laughs> Baseball, basketball, football. Show me one. MMA, wrestling, something. Where there, a woman transitioned to a man and, and just ran away with it. Why not have a separate category? You know <laughs> oh, what I mean? Because I asked that before. Because that's, that's inclusionary that's or whatever the fuck. Yeah, yeah. Exclusionary. Whatever the fuck. Yeah. It's yeah, here's a quick. Some way, shape, or form. Yeah, here's a quick stat for you. In, in men's swimming, he... Whenever before he transitioned, he was number four hundred and sixty-two in the country, and now she's number one. I was told that sharing that was transphobic. Yeah. So how? It's, it's, uh, how? It's, it's, it's the same <laughs> thing as sharing like ethnicities of people who commit crimes in urban areas. That's racist. Yeah. But also, like demographically, it kind of makes sense because some of those areas are populated by predominantly everything so it's like how nuanced. is that racist to just say fast <laughs> like now anything you say can get you in trouble and since we're talking about that here here's a fun one right is now how much shit is coming out that before you could get canceled for right hold, hold on like, audrey uh, audrey made a point which is good i want there was an american cyclist that made it to the olympics as a man having transitioned from a woman right cycling it's which is super hard and grueling, especially toward Tour de France and Olympic shit. But like, you're probably still lighter because you again, your bone density doesn't change and stuff, and your muscle. Even if you get, I think, testosterone, it changes other parts of you. I'm not again over time it does, but not right away. I think I could be wrong on that. I'm not super sure about the testosterone one. But uh, again, cycling, it, you're not physically like having them push out another dude. <laughs> like, obviously, you know, it's just. It's different. I mean, it's still impressive, but it's, it's just different. It's just different, I, I think, in my opinion, it is anyway. But I don't know. I, I it's all it's just weird seeing again, like the left, like not defending natural born women, like they're just letting them get the shit kicked out of them, and like 
championing for it almost in a way. It's weird to me. I don't know. Yeah. And I mean, there are some distinctly impressive female athletes uh, in their own right. But when it comes down to down to it, biologically, females aren't going to compete with with males on a professional level. Uh, exactly, or right. if there are, it's going to be very, very rare, rare occasions. And again, it's like in what sport we talk. That's, that's It's very sport specific. Again, show me a top WNBA player going against top NBA player. They, dude, zero points. Right, zero points we put on that dude. I mean, think think about like NBA players play each other one on one in the offseason and they shut each other out. And that's two professional NBA players. Yeah. Now you're gonna tell me that WNBA players are gonna fucking drill twenty one points on LeBron James, dude. Suck my dick. <laughs> There's no fucking way. There's no way. It does not happen, dude. And like you can, no, I can't either. This isn't about me or you or anybody. I'm saying professional athletes. This is a professional athlete argument. This is or or a collegiate athlete argument. Whatever. This is the athlete argument, not, not a washed up athlete argument like me. I'm out of it. Yeah, a lot of women could probably beat me in a lot of things now. <laughs> I can't even run a mile, dude. I'll fucking I'll, run, I'll be out of I'll be out of breath. Like you guys got it. Just go. Like you know, I get that. But like, still though, if you were like, go fight this chick, or, like who's training? Let's say, let's say this chick's training MMA. And I have someone who's me, 10 years MMA experience. Yeah, I haven't trained in mad long. Be like, hey, go go, just do one round with her. I'm like, oh, I'm going to knock this chick the fuck out. <laughs> like, there's no way I'm not. Like, there's no way I'm not. It just, it just, I mean, maybe. But like, but like the likelihood of me not is so low, right? It's just, it just, it's just this fallacy of lies. And they're going to get people hurt is my also fear. But like, well, the, the other side of that is a thing that they don't talk about. And I did a lot of research about this a few years ago. John, Johns Hopkins University was one of the first ones to do gender reassignment surgery. And they followed the lives of people they did the surgeries on, obviously, because that's a huge life-changing event. And one of the things that their study showed was that when people detransition, they get, like, the suicide rate jumps, like, eight times because... Mm -hmm. You can't even talk about that publicly. You can't right. even talk about making that choice and then regretting it later in life because that makes you a transphobe. Yeah, no, it's it's it, the fact that it's like, uh, hey, so, oh, kids can make life-altering decisions? Cool. Uh, send them to war. They can make life-altering decisions. May, let them drink. You know what? Pedophilia, fuck it, right? Because kids can consent to anything. What difference does it make now? When you start, that sounds crazy, but that doesn't. But them putting life changing drugs into a child isn't crazy. That decision is okay, get, but, but the other a, ones aren't. Let me give you a fun real life example of that. My son is eighteen years old. I've been teaching that kid how to cook bacon for literally six years, yeah. and he still burns fucking bacon. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like, do you think that he can make some? Like, do you think I'm going to be like, hey, go ahead, move out of the house. You'll figure it out. Like, no, because that's no. insane. They can't. He's a he's a, an adult and still doesn't have a ton of shit figured that's out. I'm, like, like, dude, I'm 30. And he's not a shelter. I'm like, that's crazy. Like, I still I make so many mistakes still at 35. Your, your full your frontal cortex is not developing until 25 years old. 25 years old. We shouldn't even be drinking until we're 25 years old. <laughs> like, you know, like we shouldn't we should be doing so many things not until we're 25 years old. So the fact that the left and all these fucking dumb other libertarians, lefty libertarians, are like, yeah, just, it doesn't do any life-changing effect. Yeah, it does. I could pull up studies that it does. What are you talking about? And a lot of this, a lot of this is irreversible. That's a lie. Stop peddling lies onto children. And, and stop trying to – it's it's fucking pedophilia shit, dude. Fuck out of here. 
it's just selective narrative, dude. Like they want to tell you the part of the story that's going to elicit emotional response. So you agree with what they want you to do. Right. It's like, you know, on Twitter, they show you the fucking story about the trans woman in Kiev who can't get out because right. her passport says male. But they don't tell you that in Ukraine, if you're an 18 to 60 year old male, you're not allowed to leave the country. Right. Because they might throw a gun in your hand and tell you to go fight some Russians. Right. They also, the same people on the left who are putting fucking Ukrainian flags in their profile pictures were calling us Nazis for uh, positions that we have that are just sensible political positions. And there are literal Nazis in the Ukrainian army fighting Russians. Yeah. That is funny. Dude, I looked at Drudge yesterday and they had like a billion dollar monster uh, talking about Putin and like, hey, I think he's a fucking evil dude, but they're shitting on this guy because he has an expensive yacht. It's like you fucking love that LeBron has a Bugatti, but because you hate this guy, he's not allowed to be rich. That makes it evil. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, you can celebrate the billionaires that fucking funnel money into your campaigns and censor the people you don't like but if it's someone on the opposition they can't have mark zuckerberg money because oh they're gonna end the world it's all just which, which is also tactics. again which is the funny thing like, like fuck the gop right who gives a shit but it's funny how like all the left is always like uh if if if, if you vote republican they'll ruin your city the cities every major city is run by the left every single one and they're all shit They've been shit for 50 fucking years. So how is the right or libertarians, whatever, fucking you up? Like, it's 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 crazy, dude. And if you think about it, like, the left has literally succeeded in deteriorating the whole society in, in dude, so yes. many ways. Yes. Like, you're 35, I'm 39. I won't tell you how old Greg is. I'll let you guess. Or 67. Find it on, on the police report when 66. they find that girl. Uh, <laughs> but, uh... But if you think about it, like when we were kids in like the 80s and 90s, it was like America was about toughness. You work yeah. hard. You could do anything. How many celebrities told us like, hey, you can do anything you want as long as you work for it. And somewhere in the culture, people were like, hey, losing sucks. So let's give trophies to losers. And let's stop saying if you work hard, let's act as if you're owed something. And that became the easier path. But also at the same time, if you think about it, that easier path has made more people depressed, more people fat, more people suicidal, more people in shitty relationships. It literally leads to nowhere. And that's what they want because they want you dependent on the state. And if you have a strong family and you have a a fucking group of people in community with each other that are being successful, they hate that. I had a, well, it was apparently, okay, I had an independent thought and then fucking someone told me about this book and it was the same thought. I was like, well, I didn't know that. So I'm going to take it as my own. But <laughs> someone that you, I'm sure you guys apparently, this is the popular book, Coddling of the American Youth or something like that, or the American Mind. Or... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. My theory, which is also this guy's theory, <laughs> which turned out to be like, I, I said this before on the podcast. So sorry if I'm listening again, but like, I, I always wondered like why Gen Z sucks so hard. Like why are like why is the young generation so into authority and government? Like why? And I'm thinking about it, and then you you look back at like okay, well, where I'm a millennial technically, right? I'm born '86. It's, it's from '80 to like '90 something, right? Like '94. I'm something. an elder millennial, apparently. Yeah. So I'm a millennial, born '86. Okay, well, my parents were born in '55. They were baby boomers. 
Okay. Their parents, my grandparents, that's the greatest generation generation, right? So I look at how did that generation raise their kids? Well, not great. Like a lot of it, like just fuck off, do whatever the fuck you want, like type thing. So they got, so the boomer generation got a little better, but still a lot of like, fuck off. We don't really care about the jet. Cause remember their kids were mostly gen X also gen X and millennials, right? The gen X generation. They're the ones who kind of got like abandoned by their parents a lot. The boomer generation. The latchkey kids. Right. And then they, to compensate for their lack of childhood, overcompensate for their kids. Cause like, I don't want these kids to have what I had growing up. So everything is like, oh, I'll handle that for you. Oh, I'll handle that for you. Or this teacher will handle that. It was always so they were, these kids are conditioned to just look for a figure of authority instead of figuring out yourself. As opposed to me in the 90s growing up, when I would just get sent out on the street, like, go play. Oh, you're going to do a fight? Do you fight back? No, you should next time. <laughs> there was no, like, right. let me go to his parents. Like, oh, you know, I had it, that was very I had far from between. I had it. Oh, that kid punched you? You better go punch him tomorrow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's what I had. But, like, that shit, though, like, helped me. Like, not look for people to, like, I'm, I'm big on not owing favors and i'm big on like i'll i'll figure it out myself or i'll gather it myself you, you know what i'm saying even with my wife like i won't ask her to like get a shirt down for me i'm like i'm gonna do it like not because it's like uh oh she's I, I'm, I'm trying to like fix stereotyping i don't give a fuck about that <laughs> it's just like a thing of like i don't want you to owe a shirt you know what I'm i don't want you her to be like oh remember the time i got you the shirt get my shoe and not to get your shoes because i want your shoes you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want that owed favor for shit. So I, I, I like, and, and their generation's only, only like, I want stuff. Like, I need things. I don't want to do it. And that's that whole fucking generation to me. It's just coddled fucking bitches, dude. In, in fairness, I'm, uh, I identify with Gen X, but I'm also a Latino. So I definitely, I've already asked my girl to give me a drink while we were doing this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Maureen, get me a drink, too. (laughs) (laughs) But also, I think I I think you're on to something. But then add to the fact that, like, kids weren't going outside because their parents didn't get attention they wanted from their parents. So they became helicopter parents. Mm -hmm. And now those kids are stuck Mm -hmm. in the house and all that energy they would have spent outside. They have inside. And then what's the answer to that? Ritalin, video games video games right so then you condition your kid to distract themselves and medicate themselves yeah and how much like you talked about like we shouldn't even drink till we're 25 well how much do you think methamphetamine affects young children in their most developmental years right you think that doesn't have a long-term effect on them that that kid isn't going to be in a different adult because you drugged him for two-thirds of his life right but if you gotta drive cross country take meth it'll keep you up <laughs> oh, definitely. I, and listen, when you're an adult, do all the meth you want. I don't care. I think meth should be legal. It's your choice. No, yeah, I, I, I agree. It's it's a lot of helicopter parenting that fucked them up for sure. It's just really weird, dude. It's like again, like coming from our generation was like fuck. I, I feel like the millennial generation was the last fuck authority generation. They were. Think about it. Think about growing up in the '90s. We really we didn't look up the government. Bro, here's the crazy part. How about Rage Against the Machine? Yeah, is well, pushing money, vaccines, money, money. That's right? what that is. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, how about they only play like corporate sponsored arenas and tickets for their shows are one hundred and eighty dollars for the nosebleeds. Dude, actually, how about I think, the offspring? Yeah. 
who literally had a song on one of their albums that if I said right now we get your show would be taken off YouTube. Yeah. And they fired their drummer for not getting vaccinated. Yep. That's insane. I think you said something interesting too when you're like the left infiltrated I like they infiltrated culture and I'll tell you why they infiltrated culture. Because the right thought it was stupid. They thought movies exactly. and shit was stupid. They're like, ah it's movies and TV who gives a fuck. And the left was like, thanks. Boop. You guys watch this shit too, stupids. Like they were brilliant for that. I'll give them that. It's like, didn't they learn anything from the CIA? Honestly, like if you are a student of history, think about back to like the Cold War era, right? Like back in the Cold War era, the Soviets were shitting on us for how we treated African Americans, right? And what were we doing? We were putting them in movies in situations that way they never would have been able to be in in real life in America at the time. Right? They're just creating a whole new narratives. They've done it forever. As long as there was media, they've created narratives that were just incongruent with the reality that we see every day. And anyone who opposed that was, you know, uh, a Russian asset or, you know, a double agent or an operative for, or a traitor. It's all just bullshit, man. And the problem is to convince people that you have to convince people that they have like the power to do something themselves. And when you condition people for long enough, they just don't see it that way. It's, it's, it's definitely like a mindset thing. You know what I mean? Like it's that, like, like the fucking Tony Robbins and those guys call it like fixed mindset first, like a growth mindset, like a fixed mindset. It's like, Hey, this is just how I am. And a growth mindset's like, hey, I have this shitty behavior. I should probably look at myself, figure yeah. that out, and like be a better person because that's going to improve the world around me. And it's like the the lack of introspection in the world today just boggles my mind. Yep, there's something <laughs> that's really a big part of it. There's something really big to be said about being able to say that you're wrong, and that and that you know goes to your point where it's it's so much harder to convince people to stay out of their ways because a lot of people don't want to admit that they were wrong about something and they're so stuck in their ways and so stuck at listening to a narrative that they're not willing to listen and, and make a change. Yeah, I know. I, I agree. It's, it's funny. Also, to about, also one other funny thing. I just realized you're wearing a shirt that says maps. That's hilarious. We just talked about pedophile shit and you were in a map. It's shirt. actually, <laughs> it's actually for a uh, muscular aptitude, something it's a, it's like a mind pump. It stands for minor attractive persons. We all know. <laughs> I know, but also uh, it's a fitness podcast I listen to. So I was trying to be funny wearing the shirt. It says maps aesthetic. So I, I like ripped minors. <laughs> you gotta have single digit body fat for me to pay attention. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Hit the jungle gym, kid. <laughs> You're right. Do some fucking pulse. Let me see how bars. many. Let me see how you work those monkey bars. <laughs> Uh, no, it's, uh, this is why I, I, people don't take me seriously. Cause I'm a fucking comic first. And like, I'm going to make the pedophile. Of course I'm going to make that joke. Like I yes, cannot make that course. joke. I, I can't make, make a, joke about a sexy kid working out. <laughs> That's crazy. I have to make that joke. <laughs> right. like, like I show people a picture from me when I was like in my Catholic school year, I went for one year and they kicked me out. Cause it was like the vanilla ice year. So I had lines shaved in the side of my head. I had a did. class outside the principal's That's our office. culture, you fucking Hispanic. Dude, I still white know culture, all the words. white rapper culture. <laughs> I'm almost 40th. It's embarrassing, honestly. But also, it's great during karaoke. But, uh, so, I have this picture, and I, it's just a handsome picture of me when I was a kid. 
So anytime someone sees that picture, I'm like, I was a pretty fuckable kid. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it makes everyone cringe. And I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, because if someone goes, yeah, that guy's a pedophile. That's <laughs> yeah, why. Right. I mean, which I guess is a good test right. to trick a pedophile into outing himself real quick. Like, this kid fuckable? And he goes, yeah, uh, no, I mean, no. <laughs> then you know. You're like, ah, I got you. Dude, my favorite. Do you guys watch those, uh, like, homemade pedophiles things? Oh, they're great. Greg, I almost want to. I wish I had more time. With it. I do own myself. <laughs> Yeah. I have not. He's sorry. too busy in his shanty. Yeah, stop being creepy in the shanty and be creepy on TikTok. Go go watch go watch fucking pedophiles things and it's people who like do their own again what law enforcement does with themselves and they'll like coax these fucking creeps into like Walmart and there's like two dudes waiting for them with cameras. And like this dude's here to fuck a 13-year-old and the guy's like, what? And he's just like running out of water. dude. It's so funny. Go watch it. <laughs> like, go watch them. I can't tell you. They're the fucking best. They're so... And then, like, people will just... Okay, because, like, I just always think, like, what happens if that was me in that scenario? Like, what would? how would I react, right? First of all, run away. <laughs> just turn around. And Why run. stay and defend yourself? Stop. Right? <laughs> Don't. What? Never run. Never stop. Far scum. Keep going. Never stop running. And some people just, like, will stop, and they'll sit down with them. And they'll be like, yo, call your mom. Tell her you fuck kids. <laughs> and they do. <laughs> yo, can I tell you a hilarious one of those? There was a dude from Philly. This black uh, dude. EDP. Was in, yes. I watched these videos, bro. And then I, I legit subscribed to his channel. And then I saw him on the pedophile hunter, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Okay, I got to explain. I got to explain who this guy is. This guy, his, he goes by his, his nickname is uh, Hand Online Hands, like EDP. This big, big, big dude, big fat dude. Yeah, his handle was EDP, like a giant Philadelphia Eagles fan, like giant Eagles fan. And he would just go on rants on the internet. He was funny, like he was funny, like he would go on funny rants. It's like you know. Then he got caught, not once, <laughs> but twice. By this same group of pedophile hunters. <laughs> the, second time, like this. the second time he got caught was funnier. Because, like, you again? He's like, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> also, the funniest was his defense video. He put out a defense video, like, being oh, like, dude. oh, they say I'm a pedophile? He's like, I got, I got nieces. Like that was his defense, like nothing yeah. else. <laughs> right. And at one point, he was like, "He was like, you think I want some young pussy?" <laughs> yeah. I was like, "Bro, wrong approach, wrong approach." Listen, I, I can't play it on here because YouTube will pull me from playing other YouTube stuff because YouTube sucks. Please, if you're out there, go YouTube. Type in EDP. Oh man, like EDP child predators thing. That should come up. You'll laugh your ass off and then go find his channel if it's still up and find his defense video. It's just him saying things that don't make him not a pedophile. Like, like, like I say, he's like pedophile. That's crazy. Like, I got goddaughters, <laughs> pedophiles. I, I have a job. Like, you're just saying things like anybody has. Like, I got a 2008 Toyota Corolla. I get pussy. <laughs> It's the, I mean, it's not funny because he's a pedophile, but it's funny. It's funny. <laughs> At the end of the day, he's a piece of shit, right? Obviously, he should be killed, but 
Dude, it's, I mean, just extract yourself from that part and just look at it from content comedy-wise. It's very funny. <laughs> it's very fucking funny. Oh, man. All right, we can wrap it up. <laughs> Go. You're muted. You're muted. You got to put, put Bill Cox comment on the screen. Oh, it's, yeah. it's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, that is really, that is funny. Hey, I'm sorry. You know what, Greg? You'd find it funny too if you saw the video. Okay, I'm just saying it's very funny. I'll be <laughs> watching it. I promise. Objectively funny <laughs> or subjectively whatever. No, objectively, <laughs> it's hilarious. You'll laugh. So goddamn funny. Uh, all right, boys, we can wrap it up after that. <laughs> no, no. So I want to ask your opinion of okay. something. No, we don't have to. We to uh, I mean, I I'm sure the girl's still breathing. Greg's fine. <laughs> I uh. Are you familiar with Brendan Traub? Yeah, of course. You know he's suing a YouTuber for shitting on him. Uh, beige, beige, uh, beige. Uh... No, not beige frequency. That's a whole different thing. That was like beige frequency was like a bent pixels thing. Brendan Schaub is suing the kid that used to be like science entertainment, and then he became like unique news or some shit. The kid's like a piece of shit. He just gets like hammered. He looks like he eats Xanax okay, and gets drunk. Why is he suing him? But he he's basically like a T channel for like the Rogan sphere of people. Okay. And and Shab's suing him for talking shit about him on his channel. Got the dude's channel nuked. His it's like a legit lawsuit. Dude was a making money off YouTube. That was his job. He legit talked shit to people about how much money he made, and Shab got his channel nuked. Yeah, but how can how can how is shit talk? Unless you're, I mean, I understand you can't libel and slander, but if you're just shit talking, that's yeah, like, yeah, like he basically twisted the fair use thing. So, mm. you know, like the fair use disclaimer where, like, okay, so they got on technicality YouTube, bullshit. Yeah. The same type of shit that Ben, Ben Pixels would nuke people for. Right. Okay. Cause he's a, well, he's a fucking, yeah. He's no, okay. So <clears throat> think about the thing why I do not like Brendan Shop. I like him for his MMA stuff. I always did. That was never an issue for me. It's this that, oh, I want to do stand-up, but because I'm friends with some of the best comics in the world, I'm not going to take the route as I should as a stand-up. I'm just going to start headlining major clubs across the country because I have a following. Now, dude, get your money. Whatever. Totally get it, right? Let me film a special two and a half years in. And then let it be the worst thing that I've ever seen in my life. It was so... I'm not saying this because I'm shitting on him because I don't like him. I do like him for them. I'm t as a comic, it was so bad. It Bro, was so bad. Well, hold on. It was so bad. They bribed uh, like a CBD company. <laughs> not bribed. Yes. I'm bribed. That's not the right word. Pure Spectrum gave you 75% off CBD. If you left a good review, yeah. a good rating and review on his special... And then show them that you did. They would give you like, uh, like CBD or something like that, or like money or whatever the fuck. Like they were like, yeah, essentially bribing, not bribing, but essentially influencing people to and drop good a, reviews. And it, oh, it still got it because, for, come on, he got a one point seven on Rotten Tomatoes. Dude, it's, it's so literally bad. the worst rated comedy. It's because like again, like dude, comedy takes a fucking long time to like craft. Like I know everybody's be like, you're not funny. Like whatever. That by the way, that joke's dead too. But like. I've been doing comedy nine years and like truly though, I just started getting good. Like the last two, like good where I like good enough where I could like travel the road and people want to like come and like pay to see me. 
You know, I was like, I, you, I, I can say the first seven years you suck. Honestly, like, and like he just went from like I want to do fucking stand up. Hey, Joe Rogan, Brian Callen, Chris D'Elia, can you put me in? Sure. And they, they, I know they try to help him and stuff like that, but dude, it's just still so bad. Like, no, no help in the world is a fucking doesn't matter. Bro, it's funny to me because like I don't ever, in terms of like I, I, I did like open mics for a year because I just didn't fit in with the clicks. So like, I just ran out of energy to sit at places and yeah. do three minutes to four people. You know what I mean? Yeah, of course. But at at the same time, I was doing a podcast that was like pretty popular. So like, I've been in front of people like being funny for a long time. And I still like in context like this, like obviously we're friends, but still other people are watching. So it's in your head and shit. So still like in my head, I'm every fucking time I tell a joke, like I'm already asking myself how bad or how funny that joke was because it's just naturally programmed in my head to do that. And I'm like, these people just, I'm, I'm like, I'm a better podcaster than Brendan Schaub and I haven't had my own podcast for like two years. <laughs> yeah. I mean, again, you, you link up with fucking really talented, funny people mm -hmm. and, and you could fucking get carried, you know, it just is yeah. what it is. And, and that's, but that's what bothered me about, about him is the stand up angle, not everything else. Everything else I understand, like you're doing your thing, you pocket, you have to be a cop to do a podcast. It's fucking stupid. But like, right. it's just a comedy thing, dude, as a comic, I'm like, you motherfucker, like you leapfrog and you suck. If you leapfrog and you were good, it's like, whatever, you know, you get the pass, but like, you can't leapfrog and eat shit. And again, he has a built-in right. fan base, so of course they're gonna like him. But my my point is like, if Brennan just came to the poppin' and no one knew who he was, he would eat shit straight up. He would bomb. I know he would. I'm sure he's better now, but like, I'm sure he's so. I'm sure I would blow him out of the fucking water. And I'm not even turning my own horn, but like Neil would blow him out of the water. Like you know, all guys who do comedy for real and would shit on him. I mean, he does it for real too. But you know what I'm saying? Like, who aren't fucking four years in and think they're fucking gods? Imagine filming a special two years in, dude. Bro, I legit, like, I thought about, before I got on stage for five minutes the first time ever, I thought about that five-minute bit for three years. <laughs> That's legitimately not a joke. Yeah. Like, I started my podcast with my buddy, and we were doing well, and I was like, man, I should try it. Like, I feel like I'd, like I'd be okay, right? <laughs> and, like, I'm like, ah, I'm not ready yet. And for legitimately for three years, I wrote a five minute bit. <laughs> and the yeah. first time I went on stage, I did well. And I was like, that's the worst possible outcome. Like I literally told my buddy, I was like, next time I go on stage, yeah. I have to wing it because I did good. And it's most people do funny. do well, which is weird. Most people do do well their first time. And then that gives everybody like a false comp since like, I did well my very oh, first yeah. time ever. And because then I bomb for the next seven years, so it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> right. and then I just ate shit every other time. Yeah, it's like, oh, that was not how I thought this would go at all. <laughs> like, what? That's fucking crazy. Uh, all right, yeah, let's start, let's, let's start wrap this up. Um, yeah, I'm tired. Yeah, I'm uh, Greg, Anthony, tell everybody where you guys they can find you guys. Any social media you want to plug? Podcast, all that good stuff. Anybody all right, yeah, you can find first? me on uh, at Greg O'Deal on Twitter and. Um, I'm part of the Broken Windows podcast with Anthony, and hopefully Constantine will come back at some point. Yeah, we missed the tracksuits already. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, Anthony Portillo, like Y-O, because you gringos don't know how to say my name right. <laughs> I almost changed it to Fortino after a convention, but I was like, I'll just... 
I'm sure there's already one that username is probably, probably taken. Yeah. Uh, guys, go sub to their podcast, Broken Windows. Is it available on YouTube and shit? Yes, it's only on YouTube right now. It's oh, all right. Channel. So, definitely, but if you search Broken Windows, you'll find definitely it. make an audio because most people listen. Yeah, we will, but we've been too busy saving the OPPA. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh don't 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 leave when I pull you guys out. I'll say goodbye behind yeah. off mic. All right. All right, guys. Thank you so much. And again, everybody, just check me out at another. Come to comedy shows. Come go listen to Cult of Us. It's fun. Uh it's a fun comedy podcast I do. Cult of youtube.com slash cult of us. Available audio everywhere also. All right. Uh this has been a good time, gents. Thank you. Peace out. Thanks everybody for watching. Bye. Thanks for listening. Find Adam on social media, Twitter and IG at Adam Nutter or Facebook and TikTok at Adam Nutter Comedy. And for podcasts and merch, check out www.droptent.com. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe so you never miss an episode. This has been a Drop Tent Media Production.